0: Stella McKinney here, CEO and Mama Bird here at Little Bird Marketing. I am so glad you tuned into Ponderings from the Perch today. You know, over time, people have asked me in different ways about my experience as a serial entrepreneur. And I know you can go back and listen to other podcasts and capture a little bit of my story, but the short version is about how after an F5 tornado hit our town here in Joplin just three weeks after I stood on the sidewalk and watched my studio burn to the ground. It was in that seminal moment that I really began to understand the depth of the risk and the depth of the joy that comes from entrepreneurship. And I invited a guest on today, I think you're really going to like, that gets just on fire like I do. And I hate to use the connection between the fire of my place burning down and the fire this guy lights under things, but I think there is a connection there. And I sometimes speak uh, in keynote about my story, about why I highly recommend fires, and a of things I wanted to share with you about that today is that from that really difficult process, I did learn some interesting things. So here's some quick takeaways. First of all, I learned to quit playing the actual superlative game. You know what that is. It's like when you wait for you to be the best, to have the perfect blog, to do the perfect logo, to have the perfect tagline, whatever it is you just got to do it. You've just got to get it done. And secondly, that follows right into one of my other mantras, which is start today. And I'm telling you, standing on that sidewalk, looking at everything being gone, I knew there was a monumental task in front of me. But the thing is, you can't have the whole, you know, kit and caboodle without actually doing kit and caboodle. And it's a lot of both of those things. So you just have to start today. You have to quit idealizing the end goal, idealizing the big picture, and just not despise the small stuff. And I mean, it gets as simple as, you know, yeah, I got to buy that stapler again. So just start today. Buy that stapler, buy the desk pad, buy whatever it is you need to do. Make the plan, you know, call someone for coffee, you know, write a business plan out. Whatever it is you need to do, it's a small step, but you need to do it. And you need to start today. The last thing is that I learned how to properly assess the job ahead of me. I'm known to, at the end of one of my keynotes, to pour a half a glass of water. And of course, I ask the audience, you know, what is it you think I'm about to ask you? And they say, oh, is the glass half full or half empty? And instead, what I ask is, how much does this glass weigh? So then they start guessing, two ounces, four ounces, you know, how much does it weigh? And the reality is there's a job ahead of you. And I might come up and ask you, hey, can you hold this glass for me? And you might just readily look at that and say, well, that looks small. And so I'm just going to say, yes, I'm going to do it. But you need to ask yourself a few questions before you actually say, yes, I'll hold that for you. And that's about properly assessing what the job ahead of you is and making sure that you do want to take that job on. And the reason why I say that is because if I asked you to hold that glass of water for five minutes... That's fine. For five days, you know, we'd have issues. Five weeks, you'd be hospitalized already. And so, properly assessing what's ahead of you is super, super important. Lately, people have been asking me more about podcasting and my success on podcasting as we're hitting 200 episodes, and as our following is growing. A lot of questions are surfacing for people because they're thinking, am I too late to the game? I have something to say. And so I'm getting a lot of questions about podcasting. I thought, instead of me droning on and on about podcasting, let me have one of the greats on the show. John Lee Dumas is the host of Entrepreneurs on Fire. I know you're going to love him. It's an award-winning podcast where he interviews really inspiring entrepreneurs And he drops what he calls value bombs every Thursday on his episodes. They're just, you know, all over the place. But this is what's interesting. He's over 2,000 episodes in. He's 1.3 million listens every month. And he has a seven-figure annual revenue from that podcast. And according to JLD, he is just getting started. So I can't wait for you to listen to this episode. And also be sure to visit eofire.com and learn a little bit more about his Fire Nation. JLD, it is so exciting to have you here on Ponderings from the Perch. Uh, We get so many questions to have, you know, uh, for real entrepreneurs. And here at Ponderings from the Perch, we slide back the curtain all the time and say, this is what it's really like out there. Some of the things are great. Some of the things are not great. But it's going to be so exciting to hear from you about a real life uh, story about an entrepreneur journey that is just chock full of success. So I am so excited. Thank you so much for taking the time and coming on the show. Priscilla, I am fired up to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, you said fired up. You have uh, an amazing, amazing following on podcasting. That's one of the things we have in common. So tell me a little bit about your Fire Nation.
1: So Fire Nation is my lovely followers who have been listening for Who knows, maybe one month, maybe one year, or maybe seven years, because I've been doing this since 2012. I've over 2,100 episodes published, over 80 million listens. I get about a million to a million two every single month. And uh, it's just been a great journey serving my audience, delivering them value with great guests and great JLD rants and having a great time doing it.
0: You know, you say that right at the beginning like it's so easy serving my audience. But unfortunately, so many people miss that very first piece. You have to know your audience and actually speak directly to them. So tell us a little bit about your persona. What is the typical, um, you know, person in the Fire Nation?
1: Well, First off, it's important to know who that person is. And that's where a lot of people I feel like do come up short. And they say, "But John, how am I supposed to know who my my, you know, most common listeners are?" And the answer is you engage with them. <laughs> when they send you an email or a tweet or an Instagram DM or any kind of a message and they say, "Hey, great show," or "Hey, thanks for the content," or "Hey, I hate your voice," any of those things, I always <laughs> love to respond back and say, "Hey, How'd you hear about me? I'd love to know how you heard about my show, so I can start to understand ways people are finding my show. Mm -hmm. And hey, what do you like about the show? So I can start to really understand what people dig about my content. And oh, by the way, what don't you like about the show? Because if I start to see this big consistent theme come back and forth time and time again, of things a lot of people aren't liking about the show, then I might make a change. Of course, I'll never make a change with just one piece of feedback, but with a lot of consistent feedback, then. Absolutely, I'll consider that. And then what are you struggling with? What are you, my listener, Fire Nation, struggling with right now? Because if I know... What you're struggling with, maybe at some point down the road, it makes sense for me to create a solution to that struggle. And that could be a product or a service or a community or another podcast or fill in the blank, whatever that might be. And so for me, always engaging my audience is so key. And that's really been able to allow me to understand that, hey, I have listeners from 87 to 7 from Siberia you know, to South Milwaukee. But the reality <laughs> is, is that my average listener – is a male between the ages of 35 to 45 who's driving to work every single day to a job he does not like. He's sitting in the cubicle for eight hours doing a job that he's just fed up with. Then he's driving home, he's hanging out with his family, his kids, his wife, putting his kids to bed, spending some more time with his wife before he has like a little pity party at the end of the day saying, Why am I spending 90% of my waking hours doing things I don't enjoy doing, Mm
0: -hmm. driving
1: to work, sitting in a cubicle, all these things, when I could be spending my time doing my passions, my curiosities, things that I'm actually excited about. That's my listener. That's who I'm speaking to every single day, trying to give him the support, the guidance, uh, the content, the courage, the direction that he needs to take that leap,
0: and as you're doing that for one, there's another one sitting right next to him because you've you've attracted that dream client, and they do uh, they do travel in pairs, <laughs> and uh, they you know they start telling people about you because they're getting excited about your content, and you are just so great at identifying, attracting that really ideal listener, and then you do jam pack it. You just provide them with undeniable value and just a lot of enjoyment. I think that that you're very open about the joy that's you know on your on your journey and, and and then you do offer some things to the to your fire nation and and you make no bones about it this is a business for you so tell us about a couple of the things that you do offer to your fire nation
1: i again love to ask them what they're struggling with they'll tell me what they're struggling with, with their pain points, obstacles, and challenges, so that I can then create solutions for them. So over the years, people have told me, John, I'm really struggling because I see how you're building a brand and an audience and authority in the podcasting niche. How can I do so via podcasting in my favorite niche? Maybe it's ballet, maybe it's knitting, maybe it's gardening, maybe it's sports, maybe it's health, maybe it's wellness, whatever it might be, and so that's why we launched back in 2013, Podcasters Paradise, which is the number one podcasting community in the world, teaching people how to create, grow, and monetize their podcasts. Over 4,000 members, over $5 million in revenue, because we answered the solution to our listeners' problems. And fast forward a couple of years – People were saying, well, John, I'm really having a hard time accomplishing goals. So we launched a journal, the Freedom Journal, how to accomplish your number one goal in 100 days. And then a year later, the Mastery Journal, how to master productivity, discipline, and focus in 100 days. Because these were all struggles that my listeners were having. Both of those journals went on to do a combined $700,000 just on Kickstarter during their campaigns. And now I've done well over a million dollars on a $39 journal. Why? Why? Because it was exactly what my listeners wanted. Not because I guessed or assumed, but because I asked and then knew and then gave them the solution in the form that they wanted it. And we just continue to do that over and over again. And that's the recipe for success. So anybody that's building an audience, whether it be Instagram, YouTube, podcasting, blogging, you name it, ask your listeners, ask your followers, what are you struggling with? And then if it makes sense create the solution to those struggles.
0: Well, and you say you, you, you put it in a way and you usually do on your podcast, all that makes very, make it very simple, but you don't let on like as if it's just the life is simple. It is. There are complexities to it. There is even taking a lot of risk and um, entrepreneurs take a lot of risk. Let's talk a little bit about uh, the risks that you took and, you know, when you started doing this and other people were not doing it <laughs> and, um, you know, tell us a little bit about your Journey there or a struggle, you know, going out and doing something that people thought was really impossible?
1: Well, first off, thank God it's risky and thank God it's hard because the quote that I love is high barriers equals low competition. If it was easy, everybody would be doing it and there wouldn't be any benefit to doing it. There'd be no success, no rainbow, no pot of gold at the end of the tunnel. And so the reality is this. It is hard. Being an entrepreneur is hard. Being a podcaster is hard. Being a human being can be hard. But if you figure out how to do it and do it better than other people, your rewards are going to be exponential. I mean, I make more in one month now than I used to make as an officer in the U.S. Army in two years. Wow. And that's just a reality because I took this major risk and it paid off disproportionately as a result now i could have fallen flat on my face and guess what that happens to people but i'm of the attitude and the winners are of the attitude is of if i was to fall on my face which is very possible i've done it plenty of times in the past i know how to pick myself back up i know how to start all over again i know how to make things happen i know the reality of the world and so that is where i keep coming back to is saying hey Yes is risky, yes is tough, it's hard work, it's diligence, it's patience, it's perseverance, it's consistency. It's all of these things, but it's there for you if you want it.
2: Let's take a short break whether you're a master of the trade or new to the content marketing game we've got a giveaway going this month that you need to enter we're calling it the ultimate content marketing giveaway we've partnered with some of our favorite authors thought leaders and brands to compile a gift set valued over two hundred and fifty dollars from helpful resources to unique swag the ultimate content marketing giveaway package has everything you need to take your marketing strategy to the next level the winner will receive five content marketing books including effective sales enablement by Pam Didner marketing Landmines by Karen Tibbles, Social Selling by Tim Hughes and Matt Reynolds, Brilliant Social Media by Adam Gray, and Content Chemistry by Andy Cressadina. You'll also receive awesome swag from Little Bird Marketing, AYTM, P2 Sample, Dinata, and more. This list just keeps growing, so stay tuned for new additions. Whatever you do, don't miss this giveaway. We hope you'll go to littlebirdmarketing.com slash content marketing giveaway to enter. Best of luck!
0: Well, as an entrepreneur, I hear you saying that you've really pushed yourself. You learn how to challenge yourself beyond what is normal, what is uh, comfortable. And you've really taken a lot of those ideas and put them into the Freedom Journal and into the Mastery Journal. What's one or two of things from your Freedom and Mastery Journal that you're like, wow, this was like my my hardest learned lesson and this is my go-to? Well, from
1: the Mastery Journal, it's all about mastering productivity, discipline, and focus in 100 days. And productivity was a big problem for me for a while because I thought I was being productive. Just like most people listening to this and most humans in this world think they're being productive, guess what? You might be being productive, but I changed my definition of what being productive was to what I consider the right definition, producing the right content. I was being productive for a while. I was doing a lot of work. But I was producing the wrong content, the wrong work. And so it's like spinning your wheels. You're not going anywhere. And that's what I was doing for so long. But when I figured things out and I said, all right, I got this. Let's do this. And I was producing the right content, things started happening. And then discipline. Yes, I learned discipline from the Army, of course. But there's one thing to be disciplined because somebody's screaming at you, and so you're doing, the, you're following those directions, but there's another way of being disciplined when you just have yourself to look in the mirror at, and that is being a disciple to a plan of action. Creating a plan of action and executing, period, end of story, and then focus. It's easy to say, oh, I'm gonna focus on this today. B.S., probably not. You're gonna get distracted <laughs> by a million things, the bright, shiny, Audric syndrome, those weapons of mass distraction, will tear you down. But if you really look at the core of what focus is, it's following one course until success, Mm -hmm. focus. And if you are able to just put those blinders on and focus, you'll win at a very high level because all the rest of the world is living a life of constant distraction.
0: Well, I love one thing you shared uh, really about the science of the brain and really understanding very small tips that go a long way. And I knew I'd found a like-minded person when I heard you say this um, out of your mastery journal. And that was about the countdown clock and how, you know, setting these small sprints and organizing your day into, okay, I'm going to do these small, small work. And I'd heard you in the past talk a lot about batch processing, or you, I think you say it a little differently. I talk about, batch processing. But it's the same commonality where you and I sit and go, okay, I'm going to do these things, these repetitious ones in a row, and really categorizing your work so that you really, when you're in that intense focus, or then sometimes when it's a little lighter. But the thing about the timer was super important to me. And when you say, hey, I've got 20 minutes to get this done, and I'm going to give myself this time, you do need to make sure that you end on time, because you do need to give your brain a break. You do need to plan for these things. But you said one thing really important that really stuck with with me and that was about when you first start the timer, watch it for a few seconds, watch it start counting down because it trains your brain to say, Okay, that time is evaporating. I need to focus. This is really what I need to do now. I have decided to do this. And what you just said, being a disciple of the decision that you've made, and that kind of follow through, I really appreciated that tip. And you give that kind of tips, you know, those kinds of tips out to Fire Nation all the time. So I I love that with mastery. Why don't you share one other thing that is like really, you know, really a go to for you?
1: Well, for me, and this will go to the Freedom Journal, so many people set goals, and they wonder why, well, I didn't accomplish my goal, or I did accomplish my goal, but wait wait a second, it's not like that big of a deal. Well, there's problems to both of those things. You didn't set a SMART goal. A SMART goal is specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound, if you hit all of those five criteria for your goal, then when you do accomplish that goal, and you will because you set, you set that criteria, then it's going to be so meaningful, and that's the key thing. And that's where I was so passionate about, passionate about creating the Freedom Journal was to show people not just how to set goals but how to actually accomplish them in 100
0: days. Mm, I love it. Well, I know that we're really pressed for time today. We want to move on and really get deep with you. So I want to hear what's coming up next for Fire Nation. What are you really fired up about? What are you focused on?
1: You know, I'm I'm fired up and focused on self-care right now. You know, for me, if I'm going to continue to inspire Fire Nation for 40 plus years, um, then I need to take care of me. And that means I have a non-negotiable morning routine that's 90 minutes long, includes Walking, rebounding, skin brushing, supplements, hydration, green smoothies, reading, meditation. It's non-negotiable. It happens every single day, period, end of story. And when I do that, I've won the day. No matter what happens the rest of the day, I've won because of those 90 minutes. Mm. And that's where my excitement and passion is at right now is in in the uh, self-care area. And I've been doing a lot of things in the nutrition realm, and I'm really excited about some Future projects in that arena. I think it's going to be fun.
0: Oh, I love it! Well, from an award-winning podcast, you know, a lot of people look up there and see you on the pedestal and say, "Okay, JLD, that's like, you know, that's where I want to be someday." But what would you say to them about how to go about starting today? Because you're so good at that, bringing people into kind of the fold of what what you teach and what you preach. And uh, and I know it feels like very, like a very tough mountain ahead of them. So, what's some of your advice for people who are saying, "But I know I want to do that. I know I want to start a podcast." I get get a lot of questions about podcasts and making it, uh, you know, successful and keeping to the discipline. But what's some of your advice for people wanting to make that next big move and get lit up and get just fired up for what's next?
1: Well, it's obvious by our conversation that you and I could have an hour interview and the snap of the fingers, no <laughs> problems. And this is a really big question you asked, which I, I want to honor with a really big answer, which is it's easy. I have a completely free podcasting course for anybody that wants the full answer to that question, freepodcastcourse.com. It's there. It's all free. It's all the tutorials that you need to create and launch your podcast. So if you have that question that was just asked by Priscilla, just head over there, take the course. You'll love it or you'll hate it, but at least you'll know at the end if podcasting is you,
0: I love it. Well, with over 2,000 episodes and over um, over a million uh, listens per month, I think you might want to heed a little bit about what JLD is saying. JLD, <laughs> thank you so much for coming on Ponderings from the Perch. We love what you do, love being a part of Fire Nation. And thanks for, you know, going the distance and doing things that is, are very helpful to others and giving back first. I love the mindset and I just appreciate what you do. Thanks, Priscilla. It was a blast chatting today. Awesome. This has been an episode of Ponderings from the Perch, the Little Bird Marketing Company's podcast. This is Priscilla McKinney, Mama Bird, saying have a great day and happy marketing.